On this episode of DC On Screen, we are talking about that theatrical trailer for The Suicide Squad, some weird Flash tidbits, the Batman is officially on Earth 2 now? I, I don't know. Right after you skip through these commercials. Macy's Star Money Bonus Days are happening now. It's a special time when Star Rewards members earn bonus points and get to their next reward faster. You'll get $10 in Star Money for every $50 spent with a Macy's card or $10 for every $100 spent as a bronze member. Shop Spring Styles and get rewarded with Star Money. Now through April 18th, Macy's Star Rewards. It's how we love you back. Visit Macy's.com slash Star Money for exclusions and details. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Oh, that's a cheer we used to do in softball. Uh, what? It's, uh, actually Geico's. Whenever someone hit a triple, we would wave our bats and yell, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. But we never got to use it because we would only hit home runs. Annoying. The phrase is from Geico because they help save people money? Geico? Yeah, they were our team sponsor. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Oh, that's a cheer we used to do in softball. Uh, what? It's, uh, actually Geico's. Whenever someone hit a triple, we would wave our bats and yell, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. But we never got to use it because we would only hit home runs. Annoying. The phrase is from Geico because they help save people money. Geico? Yeah, they were our team sponsor. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Welcome into DC on Screen episode 633. This is the podcast. We talk about the DC Comics multiverse on film and television, give honest opinions on upco- upcoming projects, and believe that every version of a property is valid, even if we don't want it to be. If it has been released, it is fair game, so beware of spoilers and welcome to the show. <laughs> I having am trouble g- David C. Having- Robertson, and I need some water. <laughs> yeah, having trouble getting through this intro. David C. Robertson. And this, the man who knows that time flies like an arrow, but fruit flies like a banana, Jason Gunn. Mm-hmm. That's just a that's a classic joke. Classic joke, Groucho man. Yeah. I often try uh, to roll with you on the intros, but I'm not even going to touch that. Just, just that's fantastic. Yep. Just shine the tip like this pewter, baby. Yeah. Not even going to attempt to hang out in the wings of that joke. Yeah, you know, I I tried my best not to make this one a dick joke, and then I said shine the tip like this pewter. What the hell is wrong with me? I did the same, and then I accidentally said wings after a joke that talked about things flying. So I, I didn't mean to. I have dad brain. Dad brain puns good. Oh, my Not God. Do you, dad brain do you just re- puns. Really quick. Do you remember how I was telling you about the guy CT on the challenge who had gotten big but was still a beast, and he kept talking about his dad bod? No. Um, that's the thing. I do not. But then, like. He, there was a couple of seasons where he, he didn't do very well and he went home early. He came back and he was just like really in shape. And he says, yeah, I got rid of the dad bod. Now I have a fatherly figure. (laughs) That's fantastic. (laughs) That's fantastic. Two quick anecdotes and then I'll, I'll stop uh, holding stuff, I guess. But the, uh, I, I literally said something to my wife earlier today. We have this. Uh, so my daughter has this little, uh, it's a, it's called Ty. 
And we called it that because it's a tiger-shaped thing that roughly looks like an old tie baby, like tie uh, uh, beanie bag thing. Okay. And it's a little bit bigger. But we bought her like a smaller version when we lost the big version one day. Mm-hmm. We got her a smaller version. This is the version. purple tiger, you said? Yeah, the purple striped tiger thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then like we got her a third one because at this point my wife started like investigating manufacturers and emailing people to try to figure out like how can I get my hands on another one of these just in case. Right. Because this thing is crucial. You know, how okay. we're at that stage. Like this thing is is oxygen. <clears throat> and she got one. She got a new one. It's kind of an oranger version than the purple one. But that's, that's fine. And then she said, I've got one more coming. And I said, okay, cool. We're going to take the one more you have coming. And I'm going to shove it in my office in a corner where only I know exists. Because that is our backup tie. Uh-huh. I said, embrace yourself. Because I'm going to say this. It's there in case we need to tide her over. Uh-huh. <laughs> and she just sighed and said, that's not okay. It's not okay that you did that. I said, you can't stop me. <laughs> it is my right as a father to say that kind of stupid shit. Yeah. I mean, I'm not a father and I say that kind of stupid shit on a daily basis. Yeah. <laughs> All right. She was not happy with me. So, uh, we've got a whole seven pages here. Mm-hmm. So let's, uh, let's, let's, <laughs> let's get through. Uh, thank you to the patrons. Uh, if you want to join their hallowed ranks, I don't know what it means to be hallowed, but damn it. They are, they're hallowed. Uh, a dollar a month gets you every episode ad free. $5 a month gets you that plus whatever else we decide to put up. And we did record a Patreon episode just a few minutes ago. And I've got like two other Patreon episodes. Like, God, I just, they're so long. I don't want to edit them. I need to. <laughs> <laughs> it backed up on me. You just, anyway. you just throw them out. It's okay. Yeah. Yeah. They're long. Yeah. Just, just hell marry that thing. Um, Hoist them. <laughs> Hoist them and hope they find a petard. Right. So, yeah, uh, that's happening. Patreon.com slash DC on screen. Um, if you do not want to deal with Patreon or if you already do and you want to help us out a little bit more, you can pop over to DC on and click the donate button. It'll take you to like a PayPal screen and you can give us whatever you want. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um <laughs> I don't think you can PayPal voodoo dolls to anybody though. So, yeah, um, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, if you want to, I don't know what I don't know what that would do. You have to have you have to keep the voodoo doll to do something to us, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That that is how that works. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm a dumbass. I say weird shit. Uh, <laughs> and if you want to support the show and get some, <laughs> get some swag, check out our merch store. It's right next to the donate button on DCOnScreen.com. Um, it says store is fairly obvious. Um, and if you want to be like this person whose name I will not attempt to say, uh, you can leave us a five-star written review on Apple podcasts. This person wrote, uh, wrote, wrote, wrote jokes, geeky shit. What more would you need out of a podcast? Good stuff. And of course they gave us a five-star review. So thank you. Well, fantastic. Thank you. A L S B S I W N D H D. Yeah. I was wondering. <laughs> In so my I'm head. gonna write it down. Say that again. I'm curious. I A L S A L S B S I B S I W N D H D. Yeah. Um now, when I first saw that name, I'll tell you how my brain pronounced it. My mm-hmm. brain just went <laughs> It flatlined. I'll I'll had to 
<laughs> I don't even know how to make sense. I don't, I, I don't even know what abbreviations are being combined. I feel like it's like this. Point. I feel like this. This is like the caretaker of Aslan or something. Yeah, like this is way worse. That I I saw a, a, a license plate on the way to work the other day that was L Y N S K Y N, and I was like, cool, Leonard Skinner fan. I got this. Mm-hmm. I need no interpretation. <laughs> All right. Um, balls, see when the high definition. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got it. <laughs> All right, let's 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 move on. Mm-hmm. All right. So, a uh, quick note to to start the show before we get into uh, what little news there there really was. Um, we, if you if you are a listener of the show, if you've listened to us for a long time, if you follow us on Twitter, you know. We stand with Ray Fisher. We stand with Chris Terrio, Fabian Wagner, Zack Snyder. We want to restore the Snyder verse. Absolutely. We want Journey Smollett uh, in the Black Canary series that people are petitioning for. We would love to see Deathstroke on HBO Max. We'd love to see the Batfleck movie. All the things. But we're not getting deep into it this episode, man. We're, you know, we're, Ray Fisher had that really lengthy article. A lot of we've already talked about on the show because a lot of it just kind of recapped. There was a lot of new stuff. Yeah, I mean the, that yeah. article it it'll it'll renew your vigor, but it's not nothing. It's not anything that we haven't kind of discussed a little bit before. Yep. Uh, you know, uh, problematic people in charge. Uh, Ray says he doesn't think he says these people aren't fit for leadership. I totally agree. That is a really long article, Chris Terrio. I do want to talk about one aspect of it, and it's at the end of the show. But it's just a bit of fun because he says that they already named Batman v Superman and and he, he doesn't know who named it that, but it wasn't him. And I agree with him. That is a terrible name. Mm-hmm. I kind of want to talk about what we think it should have been. Ah, but okay. <laughs> um, no, but I mean, yeah, they're deeply. They're, like, they're both deeply interesting. The, deeply interesting. Uh, I've got links to them in the show notes. Yeah. The, all, I mean, yeah, the, all the Ray stuff is it's heartbreaking, frankly. And mm-hmm. uh, I, I want more to come of it it's just we're, we're not to that portion of the show yet and of course we know about it and of course we'll talk about it later um at this stage a it's a little later than uh, the articles come out for us to talk about it b we've mostly talked about it before and c you know we're uh, frankly a little bit exhausted on the topic at the moment frankly emotionally yeah it's not very it's, it's just not interesting to me anymore injustices were done and yeah. like I said, I'll, I'll I'll absolutely provide links to those articles because they were interesting, but they're interesting in their own right. And I don't have uh, whatever it is that it takes in me anymore to read off whole articles verbatim and analyze it. I, I That's not what I want this show to be, and that's what it has been for way too long now, and I've got to take a step back from that. Yeah, that's the other thing, is we, we're also, um, that's pretty much what we did with Ann Sarnoff, and uh, yeah, we're just, yeah, just trying to... Take a breather from that for a second. Now that we don't have thoughts, and I'm sure they're all, they're all, I don't know, not even relevant, but they're relevant to us. (laughs) But they're like, they're not even relevant to me. Like, I just, okay. I don't think we, part of it's like, I just don't think we can contribute anything. So, right. That's, yeah, we know. And we're just going to, it's not like we're moving on. We know it's there. We'll absolutely talk to anybody who asks us a question. But uh, we're just yeah. not going to like cover it verbatim or go through every talking point. Like, uh, frankly, uh, some others have uh, with 
amazing dexterity and some wonderful insight. I'll tell you too off the top of my head because we're friends with these guys and you know, the flight cast, his podcast, the flight cast, mm-hmm. go check it out. F L I T E aptly called the flight cast. Right. Ray, Ray does a fantastic job, uh, digging into the Ray Fisher article on the latest episode of the flight cast, uh, DC film squad cast, uh, touch. They actually get into the Ray Fisher, but they actually go more to the Chris Terrio article. Can't recommend those guys more. Yeah. Both good jobs. Both great jobs. And the, um, even the Terrio stuff is like, uh, yeah, I, I, it was interesting because it was, it felt like a unique perspective on the writing part of the process, which is always interesting mm-hmm. to me. And, and I know you, um, yes, but it, I don't know how it would make it interesting to some, someone else necessarily from my perspective. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I, honestly, like if I had to paraphrase what Dave and I were talking about uh, at any point when we were reading these articles and talking, it's mostly like, yeah, get them. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Otherwise, it's just the article. Yeah. Go. go Otherwise, read. it just speaks for itself, and we have nothing meaningful to contribute. <laughs> it, yeah. I. You know. I. It's like I could read a paragraph and go outrage. Yeah. That's about what I felt. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but it's not being excited about these properties, and I'll, I'll admit, Warner Brothers is, dude, man, they're making it hard. They're making they're, it they're hard to be excited their, about shit, man. Yeah, they're doing their damn just to take the wins out of anyone's cells at at times. And the funny part is, I it, maybe the one meaningful contribution I can make right now is I, I feel like they think they're trying to just kind of like it's like there's a whole kitchen working, and they think it's just one of of you know twelve ranges and or and forty eight eyes, and one of them has an oil fire, and they're just over there trying to fucking bat it down and. I don't think they understand what they're up against. Um, it's it's just not that. If it was that to begin with, we wouldn't be where we are now. Yeah. I, and I think if it was just like fervent followers of a director, it would be one thing. But now it's all tied into like actual like social issues. Yeah. Stuff that actually needs change regardless of even whether we saw this movie. So every time they like, you know throw out an HBO Max trailer for Snyder Cut that says, the completion of Zack Snyder's trilogy. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's just like, to you know, to a lot of people, that's just being like Warner Brothers saying, and we will continue to be racist. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, I mean, it's all when tied I, when into I saw everything. The, like, and the completion of Zack Snyder's trilogy, the image I had was a, was a dude standing at the, the, corner of a rug holding the the rug up about a, a foot and a half off the ground looking at you pensively like huh and pointing mm-hmm. under the rug mm-hmm. as though mm-hmm. that was where i was supposed to scoot <laughs> fair enough <laughs> all right so <laughs> I, yeah I, I, like lots of amazing things have been said we just don't have anything quite right now to say about it and we took uh well, it was during one of our two-week breaks anyway, where most of it was breaking, so a lot of it's been said, so it's fine. We'll, yeah. We will meet you, you again know, on the other side of when something really happens, and we'll be there for it. I'm sure I've said it on the show, um, and this is this has been my, my general feeling every day this week. Well, not every day, because I haven't checked it every day. Um, I've actively tried to get away from Twitter, mm-hmm. but um, I think I replied this to, to Ray or somebody, to Flightcast. Or somebody, but you know, I've been watching a lot of In the Heat of the Night, and at some points, there's this, there's this uh, Carol O'Connor line 
where something will happen and he'll just look at somebody and go, I get so tired. And I, that's how I feel. Like every day I, that I see anything from Warner Brothers, I just think, I get so tired. Like I just don't, <laughs> I don't have the will anymore. Is Yeah. And yeah, that's, it's, um, I'll tell you this. It's not like, uh, yeah, it's a bit tiresome. And, um, I've been tired of things before, and uh, frankly, I was wrong to have gotten tired. I should have gotten infuriated instead. But this is a moment where, yeah, it's just, it's it's different from being tired and, and done. It's just uh, tired and let's wait a second and we'll pick it up in a second. Frankly, probably we'll see you next week with some more infuriating shit that we have a bunch of shit to say about. Yeah, maybe I'll, I'll get my gumption up. But, like, you know, last week, I, I guess we had some, uh, we... I don't even remember what happened last week. This is how, like, out of my mind I am. Feels like we both of us had shit to do, but we couldn't get around to this. Mm-hmm. No, literally, yeah. Uh, that's yeah. But it was a saving grace because I didn't have it in me last week. Like I was out of it. I could not handle it emotionally. Yeah. I, <laughs> for the last two weeks, I've had people out at work, and I've been working uh, like twelve-hour days, and then coming back. I I just I didn't have time. Uh, like yeah. it's 12 hour days coming back doing all the family stuff and then you know somehow stuff on top of that like and no, i just I, I couldn't work it in last week it life happens mm-hmm. and you know we look man i'm not saying we're gonna quit the show or something i'm not saying i'm out none of that oh, I'm far just, from that you know, no we're, I, i'm i'm here for the long haul and the long fight at this point i missed the first round i will not miss the second right i mean we're 633 episodes in like we we've been dealing with Warner brothers I mean, shit, man, we've been, you and I standing around, hanging out all night, talking about how Warner Brothers, bunch of dumbasses. Yeah. B- before, years before we started this show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, whatever. We're not talking about stop, how they fucked up our franchises for a while. Uh, anyway, uh, let, let, let's get to some stuff here. Uh, you want to look at this, uh, this theatrical trailer for Suicide Squad, for the Suicide Squad? Yeah. You know, by, by the way, general audience, uh, <laughs> kind of a general audience, kind of a general audience uh, uh, opinion here, uh, anecdotal, but uh, my my youngest sister, I would let her watch the trailer and she was like, that looks really good. But what's the, what's the title of the movie? I said, The Suicide Squad. And she's like, but that's what the other one was called. And I said, no, the other one was just called Suicide Squad. And she said, the difference in the in title is an article. <laughs> And I said, yep. And she went, that's really dumb. Somebody needs to be fired. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, I know. We have more thoughts on titles later. Yeah. <laughs> just just letting you know, she's, she doesn't follow it like we do. She she likes Batman. She likes all that shit, but she doesn't follow it like we do. So no, the no, fact no. that she's, she's just going. She's, she's, uh, got, uh, she's got plenty of time invested, but it's. Uh, I haven't spent enough time with her and definitely heard enough stories from you about her. I haven't spent a ton of it, but just enough to kind of get a little bit of a gauge. And I've definitely heard some stories from you that I had no doubt that her question was going to be like, the difference is an article. Yeah. (laughs) And I was perfectly sure that she wasn't going to go, the difference is the word the. No, that she was going to say, the difference is an article. Yep. I was like, yeah, uh uh-huh, that's it. (laughs) You're like, yeah, uh uh-huh. I don't feel up to it. Okay, yeah, it's just bad. Okay, I did. Okay, I was wondering, but yeah, I, I I felt that way too a little bit. Yeah, let's let's look at the Suicide Squad trailer. 
this is the theatrical trailer that they put out here. Uh, it is a PG-13 trailer. Mm. Well, so no beach of dicks. <laughs> no, no beach of dicks. <laughs> All right. So I wonder how I worked that out too. That it was given John Cena's diet on uh, an average small beach. It was like sixty-five years worth of dicks that he could eat. I don't know, man. I, you said numbers, and it was near the end of the show. I, you know, <laughs> there's a lot of dicks. Just say I've forgotten the numbers myself now. Just it was. It was as many dicks. So in, in this rebellion trailer, that's what they're calling it. So that's what you look it up that's, mm-hmm. uh, as the Suicide Squad rebellion trailer. Uh, pretty much out of the gate, we've got Harley with this jacket on. This is live fast, die clown. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is the dumbest shit. It's perfectly like, dumb. It is. I was like, what does this mean? Not saying I didn't enjoy it though. I, I feel laugh. like it's going to be better with the with the comma. Live fast, die clown. Yeah, so I I saw a whole lot of people talking about how this should have been the trailer that they dropped in the first place. Yeah, but dude, if they had done it the other way around, there would have been the same amount, but different people saying the same of this trailer. Yeah, I mean, it was just all the people who didn't like the dick jokes. Yeah, I get it. I just, it's... it's a, I, I love both trailers, honestly. I, I enjoy them both, and for very separate reasons. But that's the thing, is like, it, you're not going to get... Depending on how you cut a trailer, you might get the funny version or the dramatic version or whatever. Mm-hmm. It, it's not, dude. A, like a trailer is not a, a perfect cross section of a movie. It's it's how no. the trailer hells made that thing half, half the time. I I love the uh, the western tone of this thing. Little. I mean, the whole thing just feels like it's a seventies. Well, I mean, it does. It feels like a sort of a. Like a 70s, uh, whatever, Western type of uh, team-up yeah. movie. Yeah. We actually got like the detachable kid here for a second. Yep. It's pretty good music. I mean, I'm not a big fan of Anthem Rock. Right. I mean, there are some exceptions. Some of, some of Queen's Anthem Rock is fucking out of this world. But yeah, I mean, it was a pretty good take on it. I enjoyed it. I'm kind of looking at this cross-section of, like, Blackguard, Savant, TDK, Weasel, Mongol, Javelin. Yeah, they're definitely getting into more of the uh, more of the members that we didn't see in the last trailer. Yeah. Like, Javelin, I don't I don't think he was anything... I think there was maybe one big shot with him in it. Like, one wide shot with him in it, but mm-hmm. that may be it. Definitely not a lot of Mongal. Well, I mean, just, we got more Mongal than we got in the last trailer, for sure. Oh, yeah, and I'm in the first trailer, yeah. Redoing the uh, the what I'm going to call the uh, classroom scene. Mm-hmm. Just <clears throat> reeks of professorship. Well, then you get it. All right. So th- that dance scene, I was curious before. And now that I've seen that little shot of John Cena, maybe it was there before. But now that I've seen Pe- Peacemaker dancing, like there's some ecstasy happening right now, right? <laughs> I'm putting you money like, right right now like the down that that's not drunk. That's X. Maybe. Because watch, he smiles later, kind of weirdly. Uh, King Shark. Uh, yeah, that, that weird shirtless scene of John Cena just laughing maniacally. Man, it could just have been that he killed 12 people for, you know, for peace. And he's very mm-hmm. proud of himself. I don't know, dude. That, look, that, looks, that looks like a fucking like, post-club X-induced party scene smile. 
Maybe so, man. Yeah, fucking polka dot man, man. He's gonna be more powerful than more powerful than the naysayers were ever expecting. I mean, we said it. We said he would be. Yeah. Some proper attachable kid. I still don't know what that does. Like you detach, you make yourself a wider target. You theoretically maybe shot more. Yeah. You know, I my hopes was just to watch him pull his own armor off and beat somebody with it, but I, I do you know how disappointed I would be if we don't see that? <laughs> like if there was one thing that I would angri- angrily throw a half-eaten bag of popcorn in the trash and think, ah, God damn it, it might be that. You know, I hadn't thought about it until now, which is weird for me. But I mean, what do you think the chances are he's going to pull his own dick off and throw it at somebody? Hell fucking yes. I hope that's the instigation <laughs> for the dick comment, frankly. <laughs> I hope they stand around and look at it like... Do we pick it up? <laughs> Will he retrieve it later? Like, why is it kind of wrecked? I'm very confused right now. <laughs> I don't know, dude. When he detaches his arms, why don't why didn't blood spill out of both? I don't understand. He's why I don't understand the physics and the anatomy of the detachable kid. Mm-hmm. Of course, he can just pull that off and yank it at somebody. Yeah, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Looking forward to that scene. If it happens, it might be a little too far. I, I quite enjoyed the, but you're peacemaker. You know, I cherish peace with all of my heart, even if I have to kill every man, woman, and child to get it. Yeah. Yeah. I thought you were the crazy one. I am. And, and it, make, <laughs> it only makes you wonder more deeply because, uh, how do you say his last name? You're way uh, more practical. You, you, you've got it down. Hit, it, hit me with David Dustmalsian? Dustmalsian. Thank you. I, I can never can say it until you've said it for me. Um, Dustmalsian is one of those people that's like some... Like when he was on Gotham, for instance, like, God, man, fucking who told you to do that? Tone it down. Yeah. What happened here? But he, I, I go between loving and, and just not knowing what to do with that guy's performances. This is one where I'm like, oh, fucking I'm digging every second of this. Yeah. This and mopey here, motherfucker dressed in multicolors. I'm digging it. I'll tell you this, though, too. You know, you'll recall he also played Abracadabra on The Flash. I do recall. And he reprised the role, mm-hmm. very, like this season. Mm, hadn't seen that yet. Mm, I know you that. haven't. And having seen these trailers very recently, for the first probably half of that Flash episode, I was thinking, dude, somebody is telling this dude to just like shoot for the stars. Like he is like he is overacting. He is he, he's he's playing to the to to the back seats. Mm. Gotcha. And then. There's there's an emotional shift, and they actually hit on some shit emotionally for the character, and uh, like a tragic backstory. And he tones it down. He plays it real. And I'm like, this dude's got range because, like, clearly now I I see that this is the the, the you know play to the back of the of the audience there. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's 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 an affectation. Like this dude is like. Very, very broken. Yeah, no, I, I can get so, behind that, and I feel it. I know he's got comedy chops because I've seen those a few times too. He, he's a character actor that I've, I've, I feel like I've known for a long. Like it, you scroll down a you know fifty page IMDb or fifty link IMDb for him, and I feel like I'm gonna know ten or twelve of those. And mm-hmm. even if it's like a you know lost episode of My Name Is Earl or some shit, I'm gonna like, oh yeah yeah no I did see that yeah you're right. But he, I don't know. I, I think I've said this many times before. Uh, you know, those people that 
you you see them and when they have a bad day, you don't blame them. Mm-hmm. That's one of those. Fair enough. Like, I, it's possible that if we pulled his episodes and the ones with Geomancer, we might find a, a, a director that was maybe somebody we need to have some concerns over. Yeah. Now, I, you know, wh- one of the most interesting things is this, this uh, Rat Catcher 2 girl. Mm-hmm. This with this trailer and the last trailer, like the combo, I've I've fallen for her a little bit. Like I really hope she doesn't die. I do too. Yeah, I she feels like the heart of the movie. Yeah, very much so. And those two in particular, like the fact that they were even on the the one shot that was released a few weeks ago, tells mm-hmm. me something. And it's. It's the studio and, you know, maybe there's some fucking with us going on, but it's also a little bit different version of the studio than normal. Like this is, uh, you know, because things aren't happening in person as much as they used to be. You, I, I feel like there's maybe going to be a little bit of a skew toward directorial power than there was previous to this. Maybe. Because it's easier to like tell somebody on Zoom to fuck off. But. Right. <laughs> just frankly. <laughs> Or to yeah. just be like, mm-hmm, yeah, okay, cool. Close your laptop and go, oh, I'm not doing that shit at all. And go back to your daily business. But yeah, I I don't think it was a red herring that those two were featured. I think there's going to be like a genuine, I, I think we're going to have some real feels about them. You see a couple shots yeah. over here that, you know, you you can see her kind of like, it's, it feels like it's going to be like the first time she gets the rats to trust her. And then there's this other moment where you see her just in all the debris and dust and sending the rats on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like uh, I think there's a lot. I think there's going to be a lot there. Hopefully. I mean, <laughs> but, you know, yeah, I, I, I'm excited about this movie. James Gunn says that, you know, he had complete creative control. I'm very interested to see what the, what he did. Um, I got to admit, just seeing King Shark in the back of all of these shots, just, just doing nothing just cracks me up. It doesn't like, I just matter sit what there, he does. I'm just, just sitting there chuckling at, at King Shark yeah. sitting over here in the back. Just <laughs> it it it's gonna be fantastic either way. <laughs> now I'm curious. There's one shot where Michael Rooker looks like he is just losing a child. Yeah, and right it, before Starro's foot comes down. Yeah, and I don't feel like the feet coming down on what looks like you know some rando guards unnamed are gonna be what he's worried about. Yeah, me either. Like I I also no, I think it I, was literally a night and day shot. Yeah, is the the color grading is completely different. I just I don't know what they're going to go for exactly, but mm-hmm. we're we're going to hear that kind of at this point in my life a very familiar Michael Rooker night like uh, he has a scream, he has a rasp when he screams that like it feels very familiar to me. That's probably because yeah. he's from around here, and I've been screamed at from by a lot of people from around here. Yeah, you know how many times I've heard that voice call me boy. <laughs> I I can hear his voice say Jason for God's sake. I've heard that tone of voice yeah. so often and in that accent. Yeah, like yeah. short of short of certain things, I feel like I could bring Michael Rooker to a family reunion and be like, Yeah, dude, he's he's a distant cousin we didn't know about, man. Check him out. And yeah, I can hear that voice out. call me Dave. Yeah. I can hear that voice say, what's the matter with your friend, Jason? I I don't know. I can definitely hear like a, boy, what you doing? Kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) 
All right. You got anything else on this trailer? What do you think? Uh, Peter Capaldi. I, what about him? I love him. My last thing is Peter Capaldi. Yeah, it's fantastic. And uh, yeah. I love that crazy ass gun. Still framing that, it around uh, him. It yeah, just the blood sword gun there. Yeah. Is, uh, also looks like a lot of fun. That shit looks like the super soaker I always wanted. Isn't <laughs> <laughs> that what you dream about? I mean, it is. It, and as far as the voiceover for the whole trailer goes, like that's that's quality, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I, given the way trailers work, I don't think we're going to hear that entire speech. Not the way it was laid out. Maybe not even in its entirety. But there are going to be hints of it, and I like that it's even going to be a thing that the thinker is considering. Mm-hmm. That's going to be a lot of fun. You know, for everyone yeah. that's not involved. Like, for us, it's going to be fun. <laughs> for them, shit oh, show. Hopefully. Like, I want to laugh so hard I almost puke, and then I want to cry so much that I question my existence. Mm-hmm. That's what I want. That's mm-hmm. what I've come to expect from James Gunn via, you know, at the very least, uh, the last Guardians of the Galaxy uh, movie. I know oh, there are some yeah. people who don't agree, but I'm I'm, I'm sorry that, man, the, the Yondu, man. What is it? In, in like, in 10 sorry. minutes, you go from like, I'm Mary Poppins, y'all, <clears throat> to... I, I want to say it was in like a 10, maybe 15 minute time range. You go from that scene to he may, he may have been your father, but I was your daddy. Yes. Like you're just, I don't know. Even if you don't like the humor of it, of the like, I'm Mary Poppins, or whatever the fuck the line was. But that's fine if you didn't get the laugh. But if, if you didn't understand the feels of the like, I, but I was your daddy thing. Oh man, I don't know what to tell you. Like that's, that's right the up there with Will Smith's you, "Why don't he want me, man?" I know, dude. Like if you had a good father figure, <laughs> that's the kind of scene where you'd be like, "Oh man, I appreciate that I had a good father figure and have some feels <clears> over <throat> it." And if you mm-hmm. didn't, that's the kind of thing where you're like, "Fuck, I wish I had that kind of." Yeah, father. I don't. Even but you know, there's like a legion of people out there who's like, "No, because they made a joke earlier, and now it undercut everything." Yeah, but those people, they're like the Venn yeah. diagram that I'm talking about between the people that could feel one thing and not the other. It's a circle with some shades. Yeah, it, it's not even. Yeah, it's not <clears throat> even a thing. Like those those people are are like tiny little orbits exiting the Venn diagram's orbit. Like <laughs> tiny little satellites just going away. Like meteors yeah. passing in the night that we don't give a fuck mm-hmm. about. Uh so someone on Twitter says why with the last red band trailer released only a week ago, why is this presumably green band one so different? Even as theatrical exclusive trailer isn't the usual procedure to make them vaguely the same with just changing slash editing out the more adult material. James Gunn said I was firm in not wanting to make two trailers exactly the same. That bugs me when they do that. If we're going to ask fans to watch two trailers, let's give them a reason to do so, focusing on different aspects of our film. That's fantastic. Thank you, James. I do appreciate that. You'll see like Red Band trailer and it's just got four extra seconds and someone says fuck. Mm Mm-hmm. I hate that. What are we? What are we even doing, man? I hate that shit. Also, it's a PG thirteen trailer. The movie itself is going to have the fuck in it. Just <laughs> commit. <laughs> yep. Uh, now, see, let's see. Uh, Heat Vision. There was a big article that dropped, uh, and we'll talk about it in a second. Mm-hmm. But um, embedded in there, and a few, you know, a few few weeks ago, Ann Sarnoff said something that you know a couple of our listeners were like, "Wait, what?" And I, me too. I was like, oh, I hope they just said that weird. But look, uh, this Heat Vision article says. Was it about the rope? No. Okay. (laughs) This Heat Vision article says, except for the Batman, 
which is set on an alternate Earth known to geeks as Earth 2, mm-hmm. DC is plotting its films and shows to share the same universe. Key to setting up its new status quo will be The Flash, which will tackle the multiverse and is said to also lend clarity to the future of the Justice League with multiple Batman as well as Supergirl appearing. Uh, and it should be noted that currently in the comics, Earth 2, that, that's where the Valzod Superman is. Mm-hmm. If you don't know what that means, that means black Superman. Oh, gasp. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. Um, <laughs> oh, no, they've ruined. No, no, no. But um, so, yeah, that's that's a thing. If I if that's what they're doing, I, I don't know. I don't know how that affects the CW shows. I know. Are they talking about how it's still going to be a multiverse, but they all just kind of interconnect from time to time? Or are they just saying they're going to reset the, all of the timelines and like in addition to Supergirl and Black Lightning getting canceled, The Flash and Superman and Lois, which just got rid of for a second season, is going to... Nope, that's probably not going to be what's happening. Yeah. <clears throat> so, um, I think this is, once again, DC just not knowing what the hell they're doing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that would be my quick spoiler alert. <clears throat> Go ahead and ignore this news cycle. <laughs> and well, I, I really do mean that. Just ignore it. Like, don't the thing- invest your time, energy, or uh, fucking anger in it. Right. It will, it'll probably course correct. And if it doesn't, it's also going to do something so unexpected that you're going to need that emotional energy to deal with whatever bullshit they come up with. Just, mm-hmm. just, just hang back. Now, see, the, the, the thing is, is like this, this article was very specifically trying to push a certain agenda mm-hmm. on top of, uh, I mean, they did announce that new gods from Ava DuVernay and Tom King and the trench from James one was canceled. Mm-hmm. They are not moving forward with it. Uh, Walter Hamada said that they're leaving the door open to revisit those properties in the future, but you know, they didn't have a natural spot for it on the slate in the next, over the next few years. And they didn't want to basically leave those filmmakers hanging in development. Mm-hmm. But, um, mm-hmm. then they go ahead and say this new gods, which would have been a sprawling tale was complicated by the fact that its villain dark side just appeared in a ma- as a major foil in Zack Snyder's Justice League, and there was a desire to have space between the latter and any new appearances. So they just blamed it on Zack Snyder. Yeah, exactly. That was the that was the whole thing. They were like, guess what? Your buddy, who stands by Ray Fisher, mm-hmm. your buddy uh, stopped uh, two people of color from making their movies. Right. Yeah. And kept you from watching that. And this vaunted new Snyder of yours also took that away as well. <laughs> Which, look, I know I say all and the by things, the way, it, all the things. Know, new gods, by the way, which are also the fourth world, meaning the fourth version of the gods in certain, uh, in, in a lot of ways, um, you know, headed by this guy named Darkseid, mostly because he took power, um, who whose catchphrase is Darkseid is, who, by the way, has died more times than I can count. And mm-hmm. you know what his special power is uh, beyond being, you know, really fucking powerful? Is that dark side fucking is? He always comes back, and he comes back different if he wants to. Like, yeah, there there is no version of reading these comics, even in the last five fucking years. Yeah, Dark Side were wrapped up in what twenty sixteen or some shit, and that was Jeff Johns, by the way, mm-hmm. where they literally killed Dark Side, introduced Grail, and then reintroduced Dark Side as maybe Dark Side as a baby, as yeah. a cute little wee baby. Um, you can put him on your shoulder. He came back, and he came back, by the way, in fucking Justice League Odyssey sometime later in the Scott Snyder version of things. Like, you cannot possibly tell me that, oh, one version of Darkseid's all we can handle. 
That's the mm-hmm. most bullshitness thing I've heard all day. <laughs> no, they're 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 pushing a narrative. That's all they're doing. Yeah. And despite whatever, you know, <sighs> you know, look, don't don't cancel your HBO Max subscriptions. You know, Zach has not said to stop that or to, to do that yet. And uh it is it is definitely not the way to go with with the movement you, and the momentum. Yeah, no, if you want if you want more of Snyder's stuff, yeah. You better keep it. Also, keep it's watching. not like it, like don't don't treat the entire company as though there's nothing to offer. Like, dude, I'm gonna watch the fuck out of this Mortal Kombat movie in a couple weeks. Yeah, I'll watch it. I am going to devour that thing. I may watch yeah. it and get to the end and go, well, that was terrible. Um, I mean, truthfully, I did that with uh, Godzilla vs Kong. Like, yeah, no, I I have nothing for that. <laughs> I, I, like, it was funny because like you and I share the DC on screen account on Twitter. Yeah. And uh, so every once in a while, I'll pop over there and be like, oh, we have notifications. To what? Like, what, what, why do we have responses? And then I'll see, like, you, you were talking about, like, oh, don't even pretend that you don't want to see the, the lizard punch the donkey or, or, no, punch the monkey or whatever the hell ape. you said. Ape. It would be whatever, an ape. Whatever you said. And yes. I was like, I, I don't have to pretend. I don't want to see that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't look, give a damn. Look, my thoughts going in were like, don't even pretend you don't want to see this movie. Because, of course, you want to see this movie. Were you raised in the 20th century? Were you born there? Were you raised in the 21st? You were born there I was there raised too? in the Either 23rd way. century. I was raised in the 23rd century watching Kirk and Spock. I, uh, <laughs> Even that. Would you not <laughs> want, want to us. go to a planet where that's what you saw? Was there not? Was there not, sir? An infamously badly shot lizard battle. <laughs> it, it, but yeah, I wanted to see the hell of that movie. Uh, yeah, I wanted it, to see Eric uh, from fucking True Blood on it, or Skarsgård, whatever his name is. Uh, yeah, of course I wanted it, to see all that stuff. It, if there is a dimensional rift and Guillermo del Toro is allowed to do like a Pacific Rim versus Godzilla versus King Kong, I will watch the shit. Oh, yeah. Kaiju battle? It. Yeah. Yeah, just straight kaiju battle. Yeah, I get that. I wanted to watch the shit out of this movie. I did. Uh, I, I thought it was a mess. I, I, <laughs> I have nothing for it. I will never watch it again. Like, yeah. probably never watch it again. It doesn't mean I didn't want to watch it and I wasn't excited about it. It, it doesn't mean I'm going to cancel my fucking subscription, dude. Right, I'm right. going to watch the other stuff that might be fun and good, and yeah. there's plenty to offer. Yeah, I'll... I'll I'm going to keep I watching Mortal- Looney Tunes in my spare time, for God's sake. I have Mortal Kombat on my on my uh, to-do list and uh, and Dune, and other than that, I don't I don't know, but... Well, the Suicide Squad. We'll see. Oh, yeah, the Suicide Squad. <laughs> <laughs> We have, I, I, we have at least I was goal. in I was in non DC mode for a second. <laughs> Though it's not it is not it, it's this is legitimately a problem. Yeah. I keep forgetting the Suicide Squad is coming out. I just do. <laughs> it's not a good thing no, for I think there's a, a guy who hosts a DC it, podcast. No, I, I I think there's a part of you that thinks it's like in the future in a way where your brain hasn't actually clicked and given it a date. Where you're right. like, oh, that's a thing on a calendar. I can get to that. I feel like... Like the same way you and I as depressed people sometimes like know that like, okay, the Snyder Cut is coming out on March 18th. I just have to mm-hmm. survive that long. Right. I- <laughs> and then after that, we'll see. Um, I think it is It's one of those like... go Like a ghost thing, like a spirit thing, you know, where like I'm like... I, I'm not, I have, because of all this Restore the Snyderverse stuff, I haven't been able to uh, 
to move beyond it. I just sort of still feel like I'm in 2017. Mm-hmm. Uh, just like floating around going, restore, 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 instead of just being excited about the Suicide Squad. It's it's a weird thing because I am excited about the Suicide Squad. But at the same time, I'm like, Warner Brothers is a dick. <laughs> They're terrible people. Don't support them. No, you got to support them. Okay, I'll support them. <laughs> but begrudgingly. Yeah. It's it's a uh, there it, the there are no perfect things, man. It, no, it's one of my qualms with maybe BBS is like you know that there were perfect things. No, there weren't. There never were. There won't be. We, we have only imperfect things. This is diamond one absolutes, them. though, man. Diamond absolutes. No, uh, no diamond absolute ideals. Yes, absolutely. And that's something to strive for. <laughs> but you have to you have to be willing to accept reality and make some compromises because. Dude, that's just how things work. Mm-hmm. And I am not trying to be cynical and fucking, uh, you know, uh, always be closing on anything like Glenn Gary and Ross or something. But it's just it, that's that's how the world works. You, it's not going to be perfect. It it sucks. Fucking mm-hmm. being a fan of anything that Warner Brothers put out put, puts out right now, or God for for most of our lifetimes. It, and there are ups and downs for that, but. Honestly, for a lot of it, it's been taxing. And for the last six, seven years, it's been just a shit show of, I want to hope, I want to hope, I want to hope. Oh, God, they fucked me. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, occasionally it's like, yeah, I, I, I wasn't expecting that. And, oh, man, look what they gave me. Like, it feels like an abusive relationship, frankly. Mm-hmm. In in a lot of ways that are, yeah, like that and that's that's real there's like r- random gift giving that's supposed to make you feel better a lot of gaslighting uh yeah. attempts at such <laughs> like frankly if it, if the restore the universe hashtag has any use at this point it's to make sure they can't gaslight the the movie. Yeah. like keep that shit alive because you need to keep the narrative where it actually deserves to be closer to the truth rather than what they're trying to tell you by the, by the way, in that Ray Fisher interview, like they totally just Warner Brothers absolutely just says flat out Ray Fisher is a puppet of Zack Snyder. Oh yeah, no, he was being and that Zack Snyder was doing it to get back his control of the DC yeah, universe. He was being manipulated by Zack Snyder, and uh, uh, even that, like the article later, just basically said like, and Zack Snyder basically denied any of that. Yeah, and Ray Fisher was like. So now they're trying to say that a black man can't have his own agency. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, that's more racist than anything else they've done. (laughs) Hold on. Your argument, your argument to a black dude getting turned down because he was trying to insist that he, he shouldn't be made to do certain things was that he was being manipulated by a white guy. What the actual hell did you think you were accomplishing here? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's bad dude but see, seriously everything every like if every you exciting every thing. warner brothers press release and released it to some like philosophy students like put it together as one document and released it to like some philosophy students it i think it would break them mm-hmm. but i think if you like released it as a as like a news document it would come across more like have you ever read the Ted <laughs> Ted Ted Kaczynski uh, mm, there you go. manifesto? Uh, no, no I, I I, I've only read parts, but it's incoherent as hell. 
but it, it's incoherent. And, and the funny part is like for a couple of paragraphs at a time, it'll, it'll build and seem like it's making a point, And then it just, it just fucking goes into the other room and starts talking about something else. <laughs> That's what this would sound like. If you just ran it all together, all at once. Yeah. And even if you don't, is <laughs> is i i feel like most people with e- even with varying levels of of agreement on certain aspects of it like none of this is a good look like i know people who who don't necessarily agree with ray but they look at what warner brothers puts out and goes well that's not good <laughs> like, yeah yeah no it's not um, so yeah, I, I don't, I don't know, whatever guys, like, uh, keep your HBO max subscription, keep watching Zack Snyder's justice league, keep hashtag and restore the Snyderverse, all that crap. And, uh, all right. Uh, over the flash, um, Ray Fisher was talking to empire and he said, it'll be a bummer if he can't return a cyborg. He says, uh, he and, Andy Muschietti saw eye to eye on their approach to superhero stories and indicated that there's still a possibility he could appear in the film. He says, Andy seems to have his head on straight and understood these characters by making it about their relationship more than just a display of superpowers. We were on the same page about that, and it'll be a bummer if there is no way to resolve the issue. Now, the the entire interview is coming out tomorrow in the new episode, in the new issue of Empire. Um, so that'll be tomorrow for us, but it's probably on stands right now as you're listening to it, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> and I don't, I don't know what else that interview said because it's not out yet. <laughs> it's a good reason. Um, yeah. So, uh, it looks like the flash though has gotten the VFX supervisor that was on, uh, Zack Snyder's justice league. Oh, cool. Uh, John DJ Disjardin. So, uh, that's cool. Yeah. I hope, you know, <laughs> hopefully there's some, you know, uh, similarity at the very least with how the speed force looks on that movie with, uh, what was in Zack Snyder's justice league. Yeah. I mean, it couldn't hurt to at least bring him in to consult that it looked fantastic. Mm-hmm. Not that flash hasn't at times, but eh, it'd be a good combination at least. Yeah. Uh, Black Adam is filming as of the 10th. Mm. I can't believe it's actually filming. Yeah. Yeah. That made me happy to see. I, 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 yeah, that's crazy. I can't believe it's actually happening. It's just strange. Yep. Um, (laughs) Lucy Liu has been cast as a villain in, uh, Fury of the Gods and, uh, she is going to be Calypso. There is no version of that character, uh, in the comics, but she will be the sister of Helen Mirren's character, Hespera. Uh, dude, I, I like Lucy Luce. I, I, I've seen, uh, I have liked her since Ally McBeal. I've liked, I liked her in the Kill Bill movie. Um, God, I've seen a lot of elementary mm-hmm. with her in it. Uh, friggin', I liked her in Lucky Number 11. That's a fantastic film, by the way. Yeah, I've, I've never um, been disappointed. You, for, so, yeah, you forgot um, her uh, as a head in a jar. I don't know what you're talking about. In future Oh, God. Everybody was a head in a jar in Futurama. <laughs> no, uh, she was Bender's wife or girlfriend. I can't remember. Okay. Yeah, for a while. He, uh, yeah, he, she was in his, like, infinite space. It was, it was a long thing. Okay. They were a thing, though, for a minute. Okay, cool. Was she actually Lucy Liu or was she somebody else? No, voiced by Lucy Liu, I believe. Well, I don't know, voiced by Lucy Liu. Oh, no, Liu. Lucy Liu, Lucy voiced Liu? 
Uh, Lucy Lou as head and jar voiced by Lucy Lou. I'm pretty sure is how that went down. Okay. I will be saddened to find them wrong, but open. Uh, okay. It's been a while. Did you see this concept art that was uh, poking around of Granny Goodness and um, Joker and uh, John Stewart? I saw Granny Green Goodness. Lantern. I'm not sure I saw the others. Yeah, they actually, this dude, uh, Jojo Aguilar, I guess, uh, put out, um, it was four different pieces of uh, concept art he did for Zack Snyder's Justice League. The one that, you know, everybody was freaking out about, other than Granny Goodness, really, was uh, was the um, John Stewart Green Lantern. Because, of course, we were supposed to get John Stewart Green Lantern in the movie. Um, yeah. And based on the art, you know, a lot of people are saying it is actually going to be, it, it would have been Wayne T. Carr, a stage actor. I don't know him. Um, looks the part. And uh, let's see, Harry Lennox, though, the guy that played, you know, Swanwick and who uh, it turned out to be a Martian Manhunter, mm-hmm. said that uh, he says, all along, I knew that I was going to be in it. It was going to be Martian Manhunter and John Stewart, John Jones and John Stewart. He was telling this to the Lightcast podcast. He says, um, but then they made him take out that part. So I did go in later in like October to do the scene with Ben Affleck. So I think that was the recipient. That is to say the information that was conveyed in that scene just had Manhunter do it, which I thought was fun. He said something to to the effect that he felt there was a good way to tie it up. The information that needs to be put out there uh, is out there. So um, he says, we know that the Green Lantern will live on in another part of the franchise, such as the DCU. Hey, man, I'm there to serve. It's not uncommon where actors, sometimes an actor has to fill in for another actor. It happens quite a bit. So, yeah. And uh, I think I would have loved to have seen, uh, I would have loved to have seen John Stewart in Zack Snyder's Justice League had Warner Brothers let him do it. And I'll tell you this, that freaking uh, Zack Snyder just, sorry, uh, that uh, McFarlane DC multiverse, John Stewart figure that they've, that they're coming out with. Mm-hmm. It looks like very similar to, to this concept art. So I'm halfway curious to know if they, if they kind of started work on that and they were like, eh, we're not going to have that in there. Oh, I'll just release a John Stewart. I mean, probably <laughs> anyway, kind of, they start work on stuff that didn't really work out. Yeah. I want to say probably. So, yeah, that was um, – and by the way, that Jojo uh, Aguilar guy says this was the best experience in my career working with Zack Snyder. I worked for a long time, and by far he's the most professional, most personable, and coolest. And thanks, Jay Oliva, for introducing me to him. Nice. I always like to see that. So many people shit on Zack Snyder for no reason at all. Yeah. But no one in the industry who works with him ever has a bad thing to say. Just saying. Um. So, last thing we'll talk about, Batman the Long Halloween, uh, before we get into fan feedback, or not fan feedback, listener feedback, sorry, we don't have fans. (laughs) (laughs) We don't want to upset anybody. Uh, Batman the Long Halloween Part 1 trailer. You want to talk about that, man? Yep. Let's hit it up. You feeling about it? I'm not a big fan of this art direction that they've taken since whatever, whatever it was, Man of Tomorrow. Yeah, I think so. I'm not either. It doesn't look like animation so much as like the, uh, you know, animated graphic novels. Yeah. Motion comics. Yeah. That's the term I wanted. Yeah. It, it looks like a certain kind of like 1960s, 1970s manga to me, but like there's a stiffness to it that I'm not 
uh, really very fond of. I do, I do love David Dostomalshian. Again, talking about somebody being crazy. There's lots of crazy <laughs> out there. It's Calendar Man. Yeah, doing a doing a great job. I'm I'm loving that Troy Baker is basically doing like Hamill with his own twist mm-hmm. as the Joker. I love that freaking so far, at least as far as this trailer is concerned. Uh, the guy playing Alfred sounds like uh, Alistair Duncan. Dude, dude sounds like uh, God. My brain's just going. And Alfred. Uh, yeah, well, he sounds like uh, Ephraim Zimbalist Jr. from the Batman animated series. Right. Um. Like spot on sounds like that dude. So that's really interesting. This is uh Naya Rivera's last role, I think. She she passed away. And she's playing Catwoman. Mm, yeah. And that's weird to even hear her. But um kind of kind of impressed with Jensen Ackles doing Batman here. He's doing a good a good job. I honestly uh, I thought that was one of the parts that that was gonna be seamless, and I'm not surprised. He feels like yeah. he could do a good Batman. Maybe. I mean, well, clearly. <laughs> yeah, it just uh, it didn't seem like a bad fit for me at all. It was good casting. Yeah. I I kind of feel like maybe we're maybe we're we've crossed that threshold where I the chemical reaction is wearing off enough. Like the performance is just, you know that how that at a certain point the performance of uh Michael Chiklis in Gotham. mm mm-hmm. Mhm wore your chemical reaction to hate him out mm-hmm. and you just dug the character. Yeah. No, I think, no. I think that's where we're at now with Jensen Eccles for me, where I'm just like, I've had enough distance since Smallville season four or whatever it was. Yeah. Which was the last time I watched him regularly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. It's been a while for him. <laughs> And then he was, you know, he was Jason Todd on Under the Red Hood. And I went, okay, well, you did pretty good there, man. That was that was pretty dope. I could dig it. I could dig it. So, mm-hmm. but I've grown a lot since then. So maybe, maybe I just hated him on, on Dark Angel and Days of Our Lives so much. I mean, that's fair. And yes, I absolutely watched him on Days of Our Lives. <laughs> because, of course. <laughs> I think that was one of, uh, one of the ones that I just only saw occasionally. But yeah, yeah, I'm familiar. I'm familiar. Like, it wasn't even like necessarily this. Like, I mean, it was. It was one of those things where, like, yeah, I watched a bunch of soaps, but I watched uh, Days of Our Lives. I watched Sunset Beach, and then subsequently I watched Passions. And I was so intrigued growing up with this idea of serialized storytelling, mm-hmm. where it was just like, oh my god, like I can just tune in every day, and there's a new chapter. And, you know, these, this has been going, some of these like days of our lives have been going since the sixties, since like what, 62 or so. Oh God. Yeah. I mean, there's, it's almost like you have to take them out of the conversation as far as like longest living television, something because it's, it's not yeah. fair. And like they, they have superpowers, they have freaking witchcraft, they have aliens. Like why aren't more comic book fans reading, uh, watching these things? Right. I'm just saying, like, back in the day, before CW, that's what I had. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't know how, but Charity's Closet is a hell now. It's, it's a hell dimension, and she's trapped in hell. And that's that's what Miguel has to deal with, try to get her out, you know. <laughs> As one does. All right, let's, uh, let's, let's, uh. Did, what do you? What do you? What else do you have to say about this long Halloween trailer? Anything else? 
do we have anything? No, no, no. I think it looks cool. It it looks cool. The the animation style is gonna be a little bit boring for me, I think, but we'll see. Uh, it also looks super efficient, money wise. It does look efficient. I do wish that the stylistically it looked more like Tim Sale. Sure, but that was a very wiry style that I feel like would cost a pretty good amount of money to have someone animate well. I agree. So I kind of like I kind of get saving money, and they, in a lot of ways, they clearly spent some money on the cast of the the voices and everything like that. But mm-hmm. I don't know, man. I they they I don't want to shit on it. They. It's it's going to be a terribly low budget, and it's not a style I completely dig. But I'm sure there will still be some cool shots. Yeah, I mean it's clearly a style they're going for, and yeah, maybe maybe there was some sort of. I would be very surprised if someone came out and said, "Actually, this is more expensive than what we were doing before." (laughs) (laughs) Really? Okay. Actually, our plan was. Um. All right. Uh, yeah, but I, I'm down. I spectacular voice cast. I, I I love that story. I know it's not okay to like Jeff Loeb anymore, but you know, whatever. I I don't know. <laughs> I like that story. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, being a piece of shit. I'm not saying that is, but still, uh, making mistakes doesn't uh, preclude you from writing good stuff every once in a while. Yeah, no, Jeff Loeb wrote some of the best stuff out there for Batman and Superman specifically. Like, I, God, dude, I I like a lot of Jeff Loeb stuff. I really do. Like, Superman for All Seasons, Long Halloween, Dark Victory, Spider-Man Blue. I mean, he had a ton of great stuff out there. So, I'm sorry if he doesn't like Asians or whatever it was. I can't remember exactly. Something about how he, did, he said no, Asians weren't interesting to American audiences or something on one of those Marvel shows. I, I don't know. He, that's that's the rumor. Yeah, he um, supposedly. I hate weighing it even with the word supposedly, but the article was that he, uh, yeah, checked in and said no one's going to care about this guy as, as a lead. We need to demote him. So yeah, that mm-hmm. was the whole story. Okay, there were some details as far as who said what. I yeah, I honestly, like I saw headlines. I don't know. Because he was like, he was the, what was he, like the president of Marvel Television? Can't remember. Can't and, remember. Uh, before Feige took it over anyway. So, um, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't keep up with Marvel very well because I keep up with DC and I just can't. Yeah. I, get I would prefer to go into Marvel just going like ignorant. Just like, I don't know what's happening. <laughs> Let me just enjoy something. Yeah. Without sitting there going like, yeah, you see that third extra? Yeah. He's a piece of shit. <laughs> yeah, did you see what he said on Twitter? Yeah. 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 All right. Um, we've got some listener feedback coming up, and uh, we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back with uh, with all of that, including uh, an update on our uh, suicide, the Suicide Squad Deadpool poll. Introducing Masagave Premium Hard Seltzer from Founders Brewing Company, an impeccably crafted hard seltzer brewed with organic blue agave nectar, real fruit juice, natural cane sugar, and sea salt, creating a bright and bold-tasting hard seltzer with an alluring aroma coming in at only 110 calories. Rise above your expectations and reach for real Masagave Premium Hard Seltzer. Visit foundersbrewing.com to learn more. 
If you've got a personal auto insurance question, you could talk to a cab driver, although the policies he recommends might include avoiding the interstate, beating traffic by taking the back roads, and only making left turns when absolutely necessary. Or you could talk to your local GEICO agent, whose policy is to use their expertise to navigate your insurance, finding the best route to help you save money on insurance for your home, car, and more. And as an added bonus, you'll be able to avoid traffic jams and potholes entirely. To find a GEICO agent near you, visit geico.com local. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Oh, that's a cheer we used to do in softball. Uh, what? It's, uh, actually Geico's. Whenever someone hit a triple, we would wave our bats and yell, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. But we never got to use it because we would only hit home runs. Annoying. The phrase is from Geico because they help save people money? Geico? Yeah, they were our team sponsor. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. And we are back, and we've got some listener feedback. Let's uh, let's get up to Effie Ophelders of Stealing the Remote. Fantastic podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, started his second season now, and uh, thumbs up all around, y'all. Go check that out. Stealing the Remote. But Effie says, am I a bad fan for not having rewatched Zack Snyder's Justice League a second time yet? Still stuck midway through with my girlfriend, but it's not on HBO Max, so I'm not sure if the execs will even know. Also, which dickbag told HBO Max to put the word trilogy in their trailer? I don't know which dickbag. It's Warner Brothers, Warner Media, all of those cats right now. They're pushing a narrative. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think you're a bad fan. No. For not having rewatched it, especially if you're doing so in um, a... Less than legal fashion. I guess it doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> In any fashion, it's just <laughs> that is so much time to put aside. Yeah, it's a lot of time to put aside. I've put it on in the background, but I haven't like given it a proper rewatch. I not like sat down and like stared at it. I think I've probably watched it four times, but the first time was sit down and stare at it uninterrupted. And the last few have just been that I've been throwing it on in the background and I've, I've cumulatively watched it probably four times, mm-hmm. but parts broken up. Right. Which apparently is, is still bad because they're like, see, people aren't watching it all the way through. Like that's all the headlines. Like, see, people aren't. No, it may be playing okay. all the way through. It doesn't mean I have, you know, nothing going on that I can stare at it for four hours. It just means I'm at, like, I may have to go do something for 20 minutes and right come back and see where I am and watch it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Joshua Hamilton over on Twitter, Anglo the Saxon, if you want to find Mm -hmm. him, says, if AT&T creates a DC Studios that ran independently of WB Pictures uh, like Marvel Studios and functions like that on the business end, but gives us DC content that feels like DC, not DC content, that feels like it's trying to be Marvel, pick pick who oversees it all, uh, who runs film, who runs stream. Slash TV slash T uh, CW. No. (laughs) (laughs) In short, no, no one should. (laughs) Well, first of all, let me say, I haven't heard anyone talk about DC studios properly before the flight cast before Ray over on flight cast. So I do want to give props to him. Hashtag DC studios, but um, yeah, man, I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I had a, I had a take on this uh, four or five years ago 
and uh, was foolish enough to post it on Twitter and got a bunch of like wannabe screenwriters attacking me and telling me I don't know anything about the business. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I like as as like an overall head to, to steer the ship. I, I like Jim Lee, but, you know, I a few years ago, I would have said Jeff Johns. Yeah. It, and now I would say Jeff Johns doesn't need to be in charge of anything. Yeah. It is a different skill set, and it's it's difficult. And Feige yeah, is singular in a couple talents he has, so it's mm-hmm. it's hard to compare that. Uh, he 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 is a very impressive uh, individual at what he does. Yeah, and I'll say this though: whoever, like, I'm fine with Berlani running the TV side of things. I just want I want less episodes, and I want more. I want some of that HBO Max money coming to the Flash. Like it is with C uh, and and uh, with it, when it like it is with Superman and Lois. I want some of that HBO Max money coming to. Uh, yeah, I get that, but uh, you know, Batwoman and whatever you know hangs around after the after the fall because Superman Lois is killing it. Yeah, yeah, I agree. It's just hard to it's it's hard to pull off. Like it, you have to wrangle so much creative talent, and then you have to wrangle the money behind it, and getting those two to marry because. The money may not understand what <laughs> they're trying to shoot for, and they uh, they may be right or wrong for trying to shoot for it. But yeah, you it's know, a difficult I just, conversation, I... and somebody has to actually towel that together and say, "Hey, listen, money, um, mm-hmm. it, trust me. I know this sounds weird. Trust me." And then they have to be right over and over again before the money eventually says, "You know what? I don't know what you're going for, but go for it." Yeah, it's rough. I mean, it's it's difficult. It's difficult, but yeah, I. I would Berlani's shoot for. Not bad, though. He's done a pretty good job. No, no, he's done a fantastic job, really. Um, and I think the biggest, the biggest fault of any of these CW shows now at this point, and you know, I've shit on them before. I've stood up for them before. I've enjoyed the hell out of them before. I wish they would just go away before. Like it's, it's been a long road, yeah. man, with the, with these CW it's shows. Roller coaster. Some of them, some of them I've loved. Some of them I've been ultimately met on. But the one thing that I've said across the board on every one of them, they need short seasons with good quality uh, storytelling. Not even not even special effects, which, by the way, the special effects on The Flash look like ass this year. But, I'm not surprised. <laughs> that's fine. That's fine if that's what they need to do. Um, it was harder <laughs> to do effects with, yeah, some of the protocols this year. I get that. Yeah. My uh, my sister in law messaged me. She's like, "Does Barry look like he's been eating too many quarantine pizzas this year?" I'm like, "No, baby got swole." <laughs> like, <laughs> I was like, "Look, see, I like sent her the pictures. I was like, see the pecs, uh, circled the pecs, mm-hmm. and like so circled the arms. It's <laughs> like, see, that's swole." And he that's was not fat. That's he swole. was suddenly wearing swim gear. Like like what are, what are those called? Ah, <laughs> uh, what are the things you the, the little floaties floaties mm-hmm. yeah, there you go i was like look look i was like see now he looks more like the comic book flash i sent her like a picture of the comic book flash with the same pecs and arms mm-hmm. circle i was like see 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 the similarities mm-hmm. they thick mm-hmm. <laughs> they, they thick boys uh, barry done got dummy thick <laughs> yeah i'm here for it because why not but no uh yeah it's i don't, I don't know i I would like very much for the the story to be more cohesive, less expository. Like, let's do less soap opera. Let's do less, like, every week we talk about the things. 
um, that we've already seen. Especially if you're like binging like three or four episodes at a time. You're like, yeah, I just saw that episode. Stop explaining it. Yeah. In like some got fake conversational thing, like that fake conversation cadence. Like, yeah, we we know, buddy. We just saw everything I've been through this season. Like, oh, shut up. <laughs> yeah. I I kind of get the imperative that it's like every episode can be someone's first. I get it. it. It's a hard line to draw, though. I mean, it's just not the way it's structured anymore. It shouldn't where it shouldn't be. Not necessarily. Because it, everything is bingeable like, now. They met, you know, uh, in in terms of actual pure episode time, they met, you know, 64 minutes ago. And then later, and hell, it's only like four days in actual, like, fictional show time. And, uh-huh. Yeah, because remember when you did blah, 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 and blah, 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 and they go on for 20 seconds. You're like, well, that was... It was a painful exposition dump, but okay, cool, cool, cool. Right. Yeah, I hate exposition dumps. And I will say this, like, when I watched, you know, anything that didn't have them Mm -hmm. or anything that doesn't happen, like, my wife will be watching something on Netflix that I haven't seen or whatever it is, and I'll come through and be like, or I'll see an episode, and they don't do an exposition dump. I'm sitting there going, so who was that? Mm. Why were they doing that? Mm-hmm. And yeah, she has to pause and explain it to me, but I'm way more interested. Mm-hmm. If I go and, if, and sit down for some random thing because I just need to eat something and they do an exposition dump, I'm like, okay, well, that was a lot and bad writing. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can have shows like Legion where uh, occasionally you want to pause the episode and beg for an exposition dump. Like, okay, <laughs> what brought us here? I've watched every moment. Three or four times. And I just want to know what's relevant to the moment we're in now. Because I don't know if there's time or relevance. And he may be a god. And I just don't understand. Yeah, I've been there. Mm-hmm. But that it's was intriguing. episode two. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Um, Reco Jet over on Twitter, Drew Mathers, mm-hmm. says to us, When slash how will you know it's time to give up trying to restore the Snyderverse? Um, when Zach says so, <laughs> when Zach says, just, just keep watching it. Just put it on repeat. When, when Zach stops saying that stuff and he's just like, mm, yep, I think it's over. I think it's done. Okay. Yeah. And he hasn't said that he's, he's still holding out hope. Uh, no, and, by the way, in, in retrospect, he was cagey before about, well, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, you know, something could happen. He's always he's he's always been like cagey and non-committal to to everything. Yeah. So when he stops being like that and says it's over, yeah, yeah. You want it, or, you're looking for like a Mark Maron response where like four hours after the like glow's done, Mark Maron's uh, tweet was like glow's done. Yeah, it sucks. It's over. Bye. Yeah. Paraphrasing or heavily, but the, that was very much the spirit. The is the real answer though is. <laughs> when Zack Snyder says it's over or I just kind of fade out and f- stop doing it. Yeah. yeah. Whatever happens first. Yeah. Or dementia That's the real answer. <laughs> or. I think that was three years ago yeah. for me. Or looking um, forward to that good uh, coma shit right there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Even then. Ryan Hillsman. Throw it in the background. And be like, oh, shit. Same commercial over and over again. <laughs> Ryan Hulesman, the amazing Rye guy over on Twitter, says, Do folks at Warner not understand what a multiverse is and why the answer and why is the answer yes? Um I don't know what their problem is, dude. I, I think they think they keep having a plan and then they 
It's like someone in the room gets louder and says, I told you so, let's do it this way. And then they're wrong too, and they just keep cycling. Yeah, they don't know what to do, and it's frustrating. And the only thing they, they can get together on is, you know what would be a good idea, is to uh, make the fans upset. Mm-hmm. And, and keep trying to push a narrative that they don't want to hear. <laughs> or at least there's one guy, one guy with like a, a t-shirt full of graph paper and a bunch of charts in his hands that stands up and says, you know what? We don't need, apparently it's these damn fans. Mm-hmm. That's the real problem here. Yeah. They have all this money they want to give us. And uh, well, that's really gumming up the works. And what I'm seeing is we should spend it this way instead. <sighs> Maybe there's some, you know. Like, if you walked into one of those boardrooms and there was just literally a chant that was like, fuck the fans. And they were all just getting around by, like, <laughs> it was a motivational group speaker that just came around to, like, hype them up after some of the Ray Fisher news or something. <laughs> it was the mantra they had adopted for that weekend before the paintball session. Yeah. And, uh, I and wish- a bagel with schmears. You know, break. Yeah. I wish I had the faith in Warner Brothers to believe that this this was all just to get the fans more hyped up so they'd go and watch it more and more. I would be offended for so many reasons. Like, one, why did you think that was work? You, I would. I, I mean, well, I mean the, the the restore the Snyderverse hashtag and all the other hashtags are it did, but like why, continually trending. Why was but, that your first idea? You know what we'll do? We'll make stuff, and we'll have we'll have some really impressive, but uh, well, actually, we'll just have some really impressive stuff fan wise product come out. And what we'll do is we'll we'll bomb the shit out of the merch table at the junkets so that everyone hates us and writes bad reviews. And then once we have mixed reviews between the online credit like and the criticism and the uh, the actual fan reviews. What we'll do then is we'll invite that director to make more of his vision and then we'll cut him off the last second right before it matters. Mm-hmm. And, and we'll just cut the knees out of it. And then we'll have him do it again for just a hot second and then we'll cut the knees out of that even further. And by the end, it's going to look like the, you know, the Black Knight and Monty Python. Mm-hmm. I don't, that can't have anyone's plan. Well, I mean, I'm just saying the, you know, there's, there's, there are, are people out there and I've at least considered it or hoped that it could be true that they said, Hey, the way to really rally the fan base is to say that we're not going to do anymore. And for Zach to be like, watch it on repeat. And then they'll watch it on repeat and our numbers will look phenomenal. Oh yeah. And it's my greatest fear with telling people like, listen, we can't just bail on HBO max is that somehow we're being manipulated into uh, keeping them, uh, keeping that part afloat and, against even our own will against our best interests hmm. i can't rule it out it just bothers me oh yeah and uh last piece of feedback from chris balga over at the world's finest true believers podcast which by the way go go check that out go subscribe to it i'm gonna be on the uh may 26th episode nice yeah i think i think it's a lot of fun yep we're going to be talking about It's a Bird uh, by Stephen T. Siegel. So it's a fantastic graphic novel. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, Chris says, which three characters in The Suicide Squad do you think are first to be killed? Who is one member that you think should survive but could end up being killed? 
And who was on your suicide squad? Five members. Now we we did a Deadpool though, didn't we? Yep. Like nine episodes ago, episode six twenty four mm-hmm. of episode six twenty four. We did the a, Suicide Squad. We did indeed. Uh, yes. So what 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 did what did which three characters did we think were going to be killed first? Well, because I don't remember what we said back then. Uh, what what we did? <laughs> we um we. All right, so we pulled things apart, and there was there were seventeen characters in, in the first uh, footage. Mm-hmm. You know, you and I independently, just to break that up and make it an even figure, uh, we decided that Harley would live, so we took her off the board. Sure, um, as one does. And then, yeah, I'm just writing Harley down right there because I've got to write. Then we went back and forth, and we were trying to, you know, uh, we were just doing it like uh, team captain style, like we flipped to see who had to go first, and basically. The more dead people you had on your uh, your team at the end, uh, you won. Because we were trying to mm-hmm. pick who would die first. So in order, between you and I, uh, going back and forth, we, we picked Blackguard. That was your first pick. You had um, you were out of the gate. That was that was your idea. Yeah. Um, Pete Davison, right? Ooh, you know what? <laughs> What's happening? You know what? I was wrong about that. Oh, no. He was wrong. Jason said he was wrong. I was not wrong about you picking Blackguard. I was wrong that you got the first pick. I picked oh. Weasel. Oh. And that was what evened this up. I didn't write a one of his name because it was a zero. Anyway, so I picked Weasel first. And then uh, you had Blackguard. Mm-hmm. I had Thinker. You had Javelin. Okay. I had Sulsoria. And you had Bloodsport. Those were our first six. If we're, okay. if we're talking about the, the first five to die, then, you know, that's that's roughly it. Yeah. Those are our rounds. Mm-hmm. Uh, for me, I guess it would be Weasel, Thinker, Sulsoria, and for you, Blackguard, Javelin, Bloodsport. How do, you, how do you feel after watching a couple trailers about Blackguard, Javelin, Bloodsport as being the first to go? Black. I think I would change it to Blackguard, Javelin, and the Detachable Kid. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Bloodsport's a little too much. He's a little too... Two featured. He's dick. He's dick deep in that thing, man. Okay. <laughs> I, I think you're thinking at the at the time was like it's too big a name. They're gonna kill him and reduce the cost, right? Something like that. Yeah. It it may still be the case, but featured in the trailers. Um, I had Weasel Thinker Silsoria, and I I could still get behind Silsoria mostly because I I don't even know if I've seen her so far. Yeah, I don't think I have either. And I. I don't think Weasel will die. I don't either. I, I think that was a bad call. I, I, I just, uh, I think I missed the boat on that one. I think I was thinking it was the, the CGI aspect of it that mm-hmm. it would be hard to keep up with. Um, mm-hmm. And then specifically Thinker, I mean, he's he's the heart of the uh, the second, you know, Rebel trailer, Rebellion trailer, whatever. I, 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 I think I was way off base with that. I do think he'll die. I just don't think he should have been right. my top pick. Hmm. Yeah, I think he'll die closer to the end. Yeah. Yeah, I think so too. Of course, you know, I want an HBO Max spinoff of of Capaldi as the finger, but you know, that's just me. Yeah, I I can deal with that mostly because I'm quite certain you could carry it. Yeah. Now, who who is the one member that you think should survive but could up could end up being killed? I mean, if we look at the bottom of our list, it's it was uh, the very last pick among anyone was uh, was Waller. 
mm-hmm. just to give you the last three of either Waller, Peacemaker, Boomerang, Savant, Rick Flag, King Shark. Those were our last six. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, including Harley, because we should put her there. That was the last seven. It's a pretty good bottom half. And like among those, reading back, King King Shark, Rick Flag, Savant, Boomerang, Peacemaker, Waller, and Harley. Uh, what would be your pick? I have a bad feeling. Like there, I feel like Ratcatcher is going to be the heart of the movie, but I also think she might die. All right. So, yeah, that's fair. We had her middle ground. But that was before uh, a lot of uh, the rest of it. You know what? I'm going to... I'm also very afraid that King Shark is going to die. I'll tell you what. Though. I do I'm, not want King Shark to die. <laughs> me neither. But I'm going to, in in solidarity with the one shot, I'm going to pick Polka Dot for the same answer. Mm-hmm. Uh, just, to, just to give you the opposite side of that poster and uh, stick with me on that answer. Yeah. I, I could see that. I could see that like he wants to die, and then at the end he sacrifices himself despite wanting to live. Exactly. Yeah, I can I can do that. And Dost Malshin can pull it off too. Yeah, because he's he's dope. Absolutely. Who is uh, who are, who is on your su- Suicide Squad? Five members. Uh, do each each of us? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, just looking at the list here, I'm gonna need some We're different people. Oh yeah. Since when? Did you file the paper? Forever. <laughs> we have been illegally, uh, we have been legally emancipated. Mm. Um, <laughs> remember that girl you dated who you brought home and she met me and she went, oh God, there's two of you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that happened. Uh, it was fantastic. The, um, We're just both sitting there playing Call of Duty and talking shit. And she's just like, ah, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> I am. I am not gonna. I'm gonna not be getting on with this conversation. Awesome. Good to know. <laughs> I, I'm gonna. I'm, so where was where was I in my Cosmo magazine? Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna pick based on just uh, general attributes. Uh, I'm gonna say polka dot because okay, that sounds like it's gonna be a pretty funny thing. Hmm. I'm going to say Rick Flagg because I forgot how mm-hmm. much I liked uh, Kinnaman's accent in these films. Okay. And he's probably going to be my team captain. Uh, I'm going to say Blackguard because uh, you won't, and I'm going to try to pick him up off the map. <laughs> uh-huh. I'm going to say Boomerang because I like his sense of humor and Savant. Okay. Um, if I had to assemble a, I mean, I'm assuming this is from all the DC universe, so this is, I can just do whatever the hell I want here. I was just going from that list, uh, but hey, nothing stopping uh, you. Go for it. Yeah, no, I don't, I don't know. I would say, uh, I like Rick Flagg. I'd throw him at the top. Harley Quinn, Poison Ivy, Boomerang, and King Shark. Yeah, it's pretty solid too. Yeah, that is. If I had six, I'd probably throw in Black Spider. Mm, that is solid. Maybe Killer Frost. Yeah, that is good. I would love to have Killer Croc and King Shark on the same team, both like vying for the dumb animal <laughs> member slot, you know? Trying to eat more gu- enemy guards per mission to prove yeah, dominance. Yeah, like fighting over yeah. it. Fighting, yeah, like fighting over it to some degree. Yeah, like they get in, but... they finish this complicated mission, a bomb is diffused, they get out, and they're, as they're <laughs> leaving, you just see King Shark and Croc, and they've got like two sides of a torso, and they're, and they're like, <laughs> like just playing yeah. tug of war with it. Have you been here the whole time? 
I, I will say though is I am I'm loving the Stallone version of King Shark, mm-hmm. but in my heart now, Ron Funches is, is King Shark. Yeah, like, that that's a lot of fun. That take is is really good. <laughs> they're they're both pretty great. <laughs> it's sort of like Momoa still hasn't won me over from friggin' uh, uh, Bender. What's his name? Uh, My brain's not working. If you hadn't said uh, John DiMaggio. John DiMaggio. God, it could, my brain wouldn't keep. Shame yeah. how long that took me. I know. I'm like, he didn't. I know that voice. I know that. Like, yeah. <laughs> like my brain is trying to like egg me on, jog my my own memory. Yeah. Um. But yeah. No. I I love John DiMaggio's take of Aquaman on Brave and the Bold so much that like Momoa still hasn't quite gotten there <laughs> to some degree. Like I'm just still like. <sighs> I mean, just I know they're all different. Go, oh, this ever be the same? <laughs> well like when i see that and what, what what kills me is that like i kind of wish james gunn had done the hammerhead version of king shark just because like this version of king shark looks so much he just looks like live action ron funch's version of king yeah. shark so like when i see him i expect him to just talk like ron funch's instead of rocky yeah, for sure this <laughs> looks like a shark you could have a beer with yeah um Though we'll say they've got the mannerisms down in that trailer when he says hand and they're like, yep, that's your hand. And he like the way he like sits back and like looks over to the side that totally that's like a Stallone mannerism. <laughs> like they they have that perfectly. I somehow read yeah. it as like very proud. He answered the question like, mm-hmm, I got this. By the way, you know, what we didn't talk about mm-hmm. what should be the title of BBS. Oh, the the original. Uh, the actual title of Batman for Superman. Dawn of Justice isn't bad if you have some follow through. Right. I didn't mind Dawn of Justice. I agree. BBS yeah. is. Terrio said he thought putting Batman and Superman in the title was just like marketing. But I'm like, also, look, can we stop with the whole like Dark Knight Man of Steel shit? Like, it's okay to just say Batman and Superman. Yeah, it is. It really is. I. It, it just is. Yeah. Um, but it was a long title and Batman V Superman. And there's that confusion with the verses V courtroom. Eh, like, eh. I mean, it's not confusing as far as how it's meant to be used. Mm-hmm. It's definitely not meant to be used for, you know, any kind of physical combat if it's a V. Yeah. I feel like there are like two different, <laughs> there's like, there's a spectrum and on one end is Batman V Superman Dawn of Justice. Right. And on the other end of the spectrum is World's Finest. And you don't want either of those titles. <laughs> Not for this. <laughs> Not for this. I mean, God, it was it was it was a pretty sprawling movie before we knew, you know, anything like a four hour Snyder Justice League. Mm-hmm. Hard <sighs> to think. So even then you had uh Man of Steel, then this was the thing, then Wonder Woman, then Justice League, Aquaman. I'm a, uh-huh. That's how it ended up. Um and I know this was supposed to be part of the the whole Justice League trilogy, as it would have been originally, not with this being the ending. Mm. Well, taking a page out of the comics, uh, the recent comics, we can call it the Unnecessarily Dark Knight. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, you, it's tempting to come up with like these super dark. Uh, kind of titles and somehow try to work the you know the dark knight phrasing into superman like superman dark knight or something like that mm-hmm. 
uh, which would have made sense, but um, or just be weird with it, like the Mother's Brothers. Uh, oh God, Martha's Vineyard. <laughs> <laughs> oh, bounce two final reckoning. <laughs> um, no, I, I think I probably would have just called it Man of Tomorrow. I would have made it more of a Man of Steel sequel, but introduced Batman and actually had him as the villain, him and Luthor as the villains, like kind of like a, what it was. Yeah, I could see that. It's what drives me nuts when people are like, I want a Man of Steel too. We had it. It was called Batman v Superman, Dawn of Justice. There's a chance I would have pitched Man of Steel and then later Son of Krypton. Hmm. Yeah, just because it, it was going to be such a movie about lineage and, and uh, all, all, all that. Mm-hmm. And the the kryptonite was so you know key to that movie. I, I might have thrown it on the table. I may I may have called it New Frontier. Mm, that would be solid. I could see that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if we were going with let's not call a movie by the title that we should call it. I mean, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. No, if you're just picking something like, that's an homage but doesn't really make sense if you think about it too much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's not bad. I mean, I like New Frontier because it is like you can see the the New Frontier, you know, on the horizon in BVS. Ooh, that might be fun. Superman, Black Sun. Hmm. But I, I still think Man of Tomorrow is my favorite. I could dig it. I, honestly, um, just do it the way they do in the comics a lot. It, normally, it's Batman, Superman, and then it's just it's Batman on one line, a line, and then Superman below the line. Mm-hmm. I, I, I've i seen it that way more times than I can count. It's, I, it's not standard. Uh, so few things are. But even if you did that, just Superman and Batman or just Superman, the same thing, Batman, because you're going to make it a Superman-led thing or whatever. Um, and then like if it was IMDb page, it would read Batman slash Superman, blah, 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 whatever year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You could just, you know, Man of Steel and then the sequel being BVS called BVS Man of Sorrow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and like the do do like Zach likes to do, you like have one of these like, you know, really artsy trailers with like Bruce, you know, doing his CrossFit or whatever. <laughs> and it was like, I am a man of constant sorrow. (laughs) (laughs) I've seen trouble all my days. Or take the Luthor thing into account and uh, it would really change the soundtrack but like Superman Wicked Games. Mm -hmm. Be a very different... um, Yeah. I don't know where you would have used that song. Maybe in the bathtub scene? Uh, or call it devils above Mm -hmm. yep that really could work though devils above would be pretty solid i'd be down with that that seems cool Ooh, you could just call it hero cake (laughs) 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 or you know something generic-ish like superman mind games Mm. generic enough Superman, Tales of a Jolly Rancher. Right. Uh, I, I like the... It's a bit long, but Must There Be a Superman is a pretty, a pretty solid title. Yeah. Yeah. 
I mean, I, I, I like it as a title in the sense that, it, like, if it was an essay, I'd be very in, interested. If it was a movie, I'd think, what are we doing here? Yeah, I can see that. I can see that. I don't know. I think it's all I can pitch. I think that's all I got. I'm tuckered, man. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> it's like that. Uh, I want to. What's that Mitch Hedberg bit about just uh, just he wants a job naming kitchen appliances because it's whatever the thing does plus or on the end of it. Mm, yeah. Or er on the end of it. Yeah. Refrigerator. It refrigerates. Oh, that keeps things crisp. It is a crisper. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> well, you should apply that to it. Superman or Oh, no. I was going to be like, what does that thing do? It. <laughs> It divides the fan base. Let's call it a div- divider. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I think I'm done. You got anything else yeah. you want to say to these fine, upstanding people? Yeah. No. Other than see you soon. Yep. We'll be back soon. Uh, and my, my, my belief is if you're a patron, you'll see us sooner. Mm-hmm. But uh, until then, keep some DC on your screens. Our intro music is by Jason Goss and Michael Shackelford. Michael's band, Galactic Engineers of Magnetic Sounds, or GEMS, can be found on SoundCloud and Bandcamp. Visit DCOnScreen.com to find our Patreon, merch, contact information, and every episode of the show for free, including crossovers we've done with other podcasts. DC Onscreen is a maladjusted production. For more from me and Jason, including sketch comedy, vlogs, parodies, and our improvised web series Hey Guy, visit maladjusted.tv. Are you maladjusted? Introducing touch-free payments from PayPal a safe way for your customers to pay. Simply download the PayPal app and display your own unique QR code for your customers to scan. Whether you're a market seller, I'll take two tomatoes and a poodle pamperer, <laughs> piano tuner, or plumber, signing up to accept touch-free payments for your business is easy. Touch-free QR code payments. Shop safe with PayPal. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Oh, that's a cheer we used to do in softball. Uh, what? It's, uh, actually Geico. Whenever someone hit a triple, we would wave our bats and yell, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. But we never got to use it because we would only hit home runs. Annoying. The phrase is from Geico because they help save people money? Geico? Yeah, they were our team sponsor. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more.